In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve, moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is, <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a, a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. I, Cody, have we ever, let's be honest, since you joined, how long have you been on? Nearly two years now, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen the engagement that we have seen in the last 10 days come across our Instagram? No, it's, it's, uh, well, I, I sent you a, <laughs> I sent you a WhatsApp message three or four days ago that was just like, holy shit. Um, it's a great thing, right? Like, I mean, there's zero to complain about. My only fear is we've worked so hard for you before me and then for the last two years to literally respond to everyone. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I don't want to not do that, right? Like, I don't want right. to, I don't want to ever not do that. But uh, holy shit. I, you know, I, our, our engagement jumped up so much in November and December. Um, and then there's some, 
just pretty, you know, even today with an, with a bill being introduced into the Colorado Senate, that it's going to be a really big deal until it either passes or gets thrown out. Um, I think, I think it's a combination of we, we, we jumped up another level in uh, people being aware of what we do at blood origins at the same time that some really crazy shit started happening. So yeah. It's like a tidal wave right now in that. It's crazy. It just, uh, Arizona, California, Washington State, and now Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then you throw you throw the you know the Utah trail cam thing in there, which, um, yeah. There's just a lot of things happening right now, and uh, none of them, you know. Hopefully, hopefully, there's a lot of celebrations of defeating some of them because some of them are 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 pretty bad deals. I've said, now listen, I don't like to. I don't like to do a uh, pat myself on the own back on my back, but I will. I said I said the same for about six months that I think that the anti-hunters realized that they've lost the wolf battle, right? Like the 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 wolf the the wolf really mm-hmm. is in a pretty healthy place, mm-hmm. right? I mean, in the northern Rockies, I don't, I'm not saying saying countrywide, but in the northern Rockies. And that mountain lion, I said it, mountain lions were going to be the next target. Yep, yep. Um, and now we've seen it, what, in the last seven days, bills introduced in, in uh, well, a, a legislative bill in Colorado. Um, Arizona wasn't a legislative bill, right? It was a- No, just an opening of, the, opening of the hunt guidelines. And so talking about those hunt guidelines, tomorrow we are dropping a podcast- with Amber Munich, who is the big game program supervisor for the Arizona Game and Fish Department. She's probably received hundreds of emails from people saying, what the hell are you doing? And this podcast, for those that are listening, this podcast is going to clear up everything when it comes to what is being changed, what is being proposed, and what hunters need to do. It's a great podcast. Yeah. Drew Seals. What's up, brother? Have you seen a mountain lion in the wild? I have not. You, let's ask Cody the same question. Cody, have you seen a mountain lion in the in the in the field live? No, no, no. Let me let me change that. Cody, have you seen a mountain lion live on your property? Uh, not live on my property. No. But live in the wild, yes, a couple of times. Daunting, daunting thing. I mean, you know, the, I, I've never been in a precarious situation. Um, one time in the Marine Corps, actually, we didn't see it, but it let out kind of a yell, and I would guess it was maybe 50, 60 yards away. But the ones I've seen in the wild were all several hundred yards away. But still, there's... Uh, I mean, that's a big cat, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it takes this kind of backseat role to lions and tigers, but it's a big, it's a big damn cat now. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe only the grizzly bears that I've seen have kind of raised the hair on the back of my neck more. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering what I'm snacking on, this wonderful thing here is called a twisty, a chicken flavored twisty from Australia. Just FYI, one of the best uh chips in the world drew i know you're snacking on something you got m&ms or what haribo gummy bears haribo gummy bears yeah hundreds of 
uh, 100th anniversary edition. Mm. Are they better than the non-100th anniversary edition ones? Yes, because they have these little blue party hats in there. And they are... Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Highly recommended. I'm a big the king fan. of snacks. I'm the a big king of snacks. I'm looking for a sponsorship of candy brands. I've I've been at Twizzlers and Dr Pepper, now Haribo. Looking for some free candy. Well, Drew Seals, welcome to the roundup. Um, we are uh, honored to have you, um, and it's going to be a little bit of a different roundup. We're going to do a little bit of admin here shortly, um, but we really didn't. Um, send you any articles because what we wanted to get from you is almost a perspective from a creative's perspective yeah uh, I, was, I was pacing um, around asking Britt, like i wonder what robbie's gonna he hasn't prepped me at all oh no 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 hold on time out this is cody's job ah and cody's smiling already because he knows that he did not send any articles but it, it wouldn't have mattered anyway so um that's how i live my life on the fly let's go it was also my idea to have you on, Drew. So <laughs> if, if he if he's going to bash me, uh, then I need, also need credit for the idea. It was, a, it was my idea to have you on. Um, really, Robbie doesn't know this, but we're basically going to get to when you're on scene filming, what a gigantic pain in the ass I imagine Robbie is. That's going to be the basic <laughs> premise of this podcast because I, you know, I think he just like thinks he's Francis Ford Coppola all of a sudden and wears a, what's the little hats that the, like the directors used to wear and he's got a megaphone and shit. That's how I envision Robbie. I've never in two years of working with blood origins. I've never been on scene with Robbie filming. I know. That's what I was about to say. We, we've never met. I don't think. And it's like, uh, yeah. Everything. This is going to be the best hour, or however long this thing goes. Does on. Robbie have a folding canvas chair with his name stitched? Well, that's in the back that's of what it? I was about to say. That's on order right now. Is the director's chair with the Blood Origins logo on the back? It's got the rifle holder on the right. Right. Exactly. Hundred percent. Because yeah, he's always he's got us setting up interviews and in, in the pastures and under trees and yeah, it's not uh, it's not your typical uh, studio setup typically but oh, i like it so let's go through some admin cody obviously the new year we've got a supporters program uh rocking and rolling we've got about five or six items in there right now we're waiting for some confirmations on some other supporters programs items but um we are uh actually have received a couple more new supporters that have joined our our, our sort porters program for those that give a cup a cost of a cup of coffee a month You'll be entered into multiple sweepstakes this year. We have hunts to give away. We have gift cards. We have camo gift cards. We have uh, binos. We have who, you know, all over the show. Um, so if you're not in it, get in it. Three, four, five bucks a month. Yeah, it's kind of crazy if you're not in it. Like, I've contemplated quitting this job just so I could join the supporters club, honestly, because it's a better deal. But... <laughs> I mean, seriously, the, the, Robbie likes to say this cup of coffee a month, but it's it's three dollars a month um, is, is the minimum join. We, we'd love for you to bump that up a little bit. That's why he doesn't say the three dollars, because he doesn't want you to think you have to do three dollars. But I mean, we have people winning hunts all over the United States, all over the world. 
people winning traditional custom bows. I mean, you're talking about a minimum spend of 36 bucks. And, and besides that, 36 bucks a year would be your spend to have a chance every month to win one of somewhere between eight and 10 prizes a month. We, we try to get to 10 every month. Right. Um, and you know, that's the fun and, and, uh, easily marketable side of it. But we've also just made this commitment that, that, that people at, people at $3 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month is how we're going to fund this thing. Um, and the reason being is we're not going to sell out to somebody. This is not going to be XYZ camos, blood origins, where they can tell us what our message should be because we want the message to be for everyone, not just people that wear XYZ camo. Um, and so give it a shot, check it out. Just go to our website, bloodorigins.com and, uh, and, uh, click on the supporters page and check out. It's easy, super simple. Um, and, it, and it's how we fund this thing. Yeah, and if you're a brand, an organization, or an outfit, or a company, and you're listening to this, and you're looking for a tax-deductible donation, we've set up something very similar called the Conservation Club, in which uh, we have various tiers from $50 a month all the way up to $1,000 a month that you can get a tax-deductible donation by giving us. And really, at the end of the day, what I like to say is we're going to give you a little bit of marketing but that is not why you are getting behind us. You're getting behind us because you stand next to us about what we do and how we do it. And you're literally just saying and announcing to the world that we support you in what you do and keep doing it and keep pushing to, to greater heights. Yeah. As a guy that spent 25 years in marketing, this may be a bad thing to say, but I'll, <laughs> I, yeah, we know what you're going to say. But the, the conservation club members are badass. Because they're giving us money every month to do what we do. And quite honestly, it's if, if you looked at a return on investment from a marketing dollar, that's not why they're doing it. They're doing it because they're putting their money where their mouth is about real shit that needs to happen. Um, and so, you know, if nothing else, man, go throw those guys a follow on Instagram or something because we're not making commercials for them. I have none of their gear on right now. Robbie's not drinking whiskey from a sponsor. I mean, it's we we, we don't uh, we don't give them all the normal things that sponsors of hunting media get because it's not what our show's about. Our show's not about what caliber of gun you need to shoot in Colorado versus you need to shoot in Wyoming. It's 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 for all hunters. Cody, but 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 if there is someone out there that does have a badass whiskey company, oh, yeah, I'd be okay both. drinking their whiskey, and I 100%. think you'd be too. Well, I got to try the whiskey. I mean, if it's just shit whiskey, we'll still take their money in the conservation club, but I probably won't drink it. <laughs> yeah, man, you can be like Stetson Bennett. He's drinking Pappy Van Winkle after winning the national championship last night. Did you see yeah. that? Did you see the interview this morning? I kind of think it's badass that a college quarterback's still drunk when he does the morning. I think that's badass. I'm sure, like, like if, if my mom listens to this, she'd be like, Cody, he shouldn't have done that. Like, I think it's badass. He's, he's old enough, and he just won the national. And he beat Alabama. Yeah. It was, I, I was, Finally, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan now. How can people contact us, Cody? Um, You can send a text 
620-860-4804. You can email us at info at bloodorigins.com, which if you, I got about nine of those today, so I'm still working on replies to those. Um, or you any any of the social medias, go DM us on Instagram because Lord knows we aren't getting enough of those lately. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, and I'm not complaining either. I think it's awesome. The more engagement, the better. Um, the only thing that we'll ever probably have to ask is be patient with us because we have about 190 that we need to respond to across platforms and emails. And we will. I will work late into the night tonight to get uh, emails and text responded to. And uh, last but not least, we do have a shop that has some swag in it. Um, we still don't have hats. I know we're terrible. Uh, but we will, again, promise to, if someone's out there, like the last hat guy, but he disappeared on us. If there is a hat guy out there that wants to engage us, engage us. Um, but we do also, have... Also, we're not asking for, like... Uh, like we'll, No, we'll pay. We'll, we'll buy pay. the hats. Yeah. <laughs> we're not asking you to make hats and then give them to us. So, like, we, we run that side like a real business. Um, we're just having trouble finding a uh, hat maker that wants to work with us on our level i guess so yeah work with us and drop ship because that's something we want we want people to be able to make hats hold them and then drop ship them out if that's you contact us uh we do have a new piece of an apparel a new piece of swag on the shop which is a long sleeve black gun metal i think it's called heavy metal the color actually heavy metal long sleeve shirt has a beautiful blood origins logo on it it actually has an in the blood logo on the sleeve as well um, get yourself one. It's only going to be there for about 30 days and then we're going to swap it out and we're going to start doing country-specific T-shirts starting in February. What country should we start with first, Drew? You be the, you be the arbitrator, Drew. What country we start with first? Hmm. And if it's a crap country, we'll just say no. I feel like it was a risk throwing it to Drew, maybe. I think Drew's going to try and get creative. No, I was just going to say Australia. Boom. Done. Merton is on it already. I've always wanted to go there. I'm sure Robbie will take me one day. One day, my friend. Cody will come too, I promise. Yes, he will. I told you, Cody, when when uh, when Blood Origins goes full-time, what did I tell you? But that day, we're flying out. To Australia. To Australia, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's I like to spend about a month there. Is that your plan as well? <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. All right. All right. Um, well, let's get Drew in, engaged. Um, and I know we've got a, a, a crazy conversation in front of us, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm probably going to do a lot of laughing, and I'll probably be on mute a lot because I'll be laughing and cussing at the same time. Um, but, Drew, let's, uh, let's give everyone a little bit of context to who you are because you are the OG. You are the OG cameraman of Blood Origins. Why don't you step through from your perspective, because they've heard mine on several different podcasts, from your perspective, how does this all go down? Um, the day I quit my job to go full-time into the filmmaking black hole that it is, I uh, actually had an email in my inbox from some guy named Robbie from South Africa said he had an idea. I was like, hmm. Thought it was, you know, 
a spam at first. I was just like, well, I guess I'll give it, you know, kind of a kind of a second chance. So I literally met him at a at his day job down in Gulfport, where I was living at the time. And I mean, from there, just literally, he was like, I have a, an idea. He laid out kind of the elevator pitch and had some uh, sample videos of some styles of stuff that he liked and was like, do you think you can make this happen? And I think I, uh, I didn't really know at that moment what I was getting myself into. <laughs> but uh, I did wine and dine you that first time. I took you out to lunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a treat. I'm like, man, this is I've been missing this. All I had to do is quit my job and I'm getting lunches paid for and yeah i mean i literally i came straight from the paper mill night shift met him at the at the building where he works and i mean i remember it like it was yesterday i mean it feels like it was yesterday mm -hmm. it really does but i mean yeah i mean i don't know like what do you really want me to to hit no. on like more of no, the no, uh, you nailed it. I, uh, you know, we, we gave you an idea. I gave you a concept that was, this is what I wanted to look like. This is what I wanted to feel like. And, um, you had done a couple of little teasers that, uh, that drew my eye. Um, and if we look back at those, that Turkey teaser that you did should compare to the stuff that we do today. Well, that was, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, cause I was coming from, you know, I was really inspired by the, the Heartland Bowhunter guys. And, you know, I, I had kind of, uh, developed a style i guess you could say to where you know it was kind of this fast paced and uh kind of upbeat stuff but then robbie was like i want to take that and kind of twist it with this narrative focus of more of the storytelling which is what i'm all about you know like i don't want to just go out and just get shots to be getting shots i want to be doing it for a reason you know what i mean like it's got to be deeper than the skin for me so this was kind of like right up my alley. And then there were some samples of some stuff. And I was like, you know, if we do this, this is going to be real intimate and personal. You know, we're going to get to, we're going to have to get to know these people. Cause I mean, we're going to literally have to be in their living rooms and in their, you know, in their personal space with cameras. And yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a challenge that I knew we were going to have to, to face and, it's been a, a blessing. Let's talk about the, that first, um, when I said, okay, we need to tell my story, middle of freaking June in Mississippi. And you said, okay, I've got a cow pasture that we're going to go create. We're going to put a fire in the middle of this cow pasture and we're going to film your episode. Yeah. So a friend of mine, Zach, he was actually, uh, I worked with him at the paper mill and, you know, when I, my sleep schedule would be all jacked up, I'd go, I'd be up at midnight, I'd be wide awake. So I'd go out there and do star lapses. And he had a beautiful remote property. And uh, I was like, man, this, that'd be a perfect backdrop for, you know, this, this episode, like, you know, just real desolate, this, this guy out in this dark space, trying to almost put a flame back in to something. Yeah, I get emotional thinking about it. That was an epic evening. 
it was an epic evening. Like we nearly melted cameras. Yeah. Because the fire was so bloody hot. We were all sweating our asses off. And it was just like this thing that when we filmed it, it was like when you sent me the first like five minute cut of that original interview, I was like, holy smokes. Right? And I knew we had something. I knew you had filmed something like absolutely incredible. Because when I showed Will Primos, he was like, he didn't even pay attention to like what I said. He turned around after watching mine and he said, how did you film it? Like, how did you do it? Jim Shockey said the exact same thing. Two of the titans of the outdoor hunting industry looked at what you had created. And I'd given you like this, this template. I was like, and the template was I Am Second. The template was built off this Christian testimonial project called I Am Second. And I said, I wanted to look like this. And I wanted to feel like this. And you sat in a cow posture and you made it happen. Minimal light and help of Owen. No light. We had a fire. That's what I'm saying. Minimal light. <laughs> and yeah, just uh, an idea. That's where a lot of good things start, though. Shit, yeah, freaking idea, man. And Cody saw that idea like a year later. Yeah, I saw better ones that didn't have Robbie in them. And that's, those are the ones I started to like a lot. Not 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 better videography, just better characters. No, that's that's a part of it. I mean, hey, your words, not mine. For me, the for me the the message is really you know, I mean that's 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 the heart of it. Um, but we're we're not the Blood Origins isn't the very first ones to try and say the things we're saying, right? There's not. There's been other people that have tried to put put the the heart and soul of hunting out in front of people. Just no one's done it this way. No one's no one's done it with great cinematography and and you know gotten. I like what you said that it's below the skin or whatever you the way that you worded it. That it's just it's deeper than the skin. Deeper than the skin. Yeah. And uh, no one's really brought that to to hunting, and 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 uh, or no one that I've ever seen, I guess I should say. And um, that that's the part that I fell in love with was, you know, it, one of my first questions to Robbie, honestly, and this, I hope that you realize this meant as a huge compliment, Drew was was how are you paying for this? Because this is not your your kids with a with uh you're holding your iphone filming this some someone that's filming this and then the post-production right like the post-production is the hardest part for a lot of people to grasp but i really was in marketing and advertising for 25 years and i would come off of video shoots for marketing campaigns and then just like in the beginning i'm just pissed like three weeks later i still haven't seen it i'm like what the you know why didn't you just send me over the files and then i went and got not involved i couldn't do post-production to save any of our lives but i've seen what people what people go through to get that done correctly and uh no it, it's it's what differentiates um blood origins video is that we've got professionals patient professionals dealing with robbie trying to get out there what he wants 
Hold on, let me close Premiere. I'm finishing up a project for him right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was that again? No, I'm just kidding. I'll tell you what, though. I'll, to, to compliment you some more is that from the get-go, and we've always had this, This it's almost like we were in tune in terms of what he knew what I wanted because there was never an opportunity that you edited something and I was like, oh, this sucks ass. Right? Maybe a couple times. Like, so I have this theory, and I'll let you into my brain, Robbie. I don't do this a lot. But, like, I can send you, like, just something really fast, and I think it's super shitty. I'm like, I'm going to make this better before I finalize it, but right now, he really wants to see something. I have other things I need to do, so I'm just going to send him what I got. And, and you love it. And then um, all that work that I was planning on going back and doing, it's like you kind of already did it in the email based off the first draft. So I, I have a guideline to go by. I just go by your email. It's like a template. I have a template. Like I, had, I feel like I know you better than you know you. Like I, I got you figured out almost. And it, it helps my workflow because, like, I don't know. We've just, yeah, like you said, we've developed this system. Like. And I think that comes back to, yeah, just me listening to your vision and being there from the get-go and not, you know, just coming and going and doing it every once in a while. Like, I've been with you from the time it was a baby and the, just an idea to, you know, we actually put the first things together. And it's just like, I mean, you've even sat over my shoulder and edited with me. So I think it's like, yeah, we just have developed our system. Now, I will say this, Cody. Drew being a creative still freaking frustrates the hell out of me. Oh, yeah, no. Like, again, I've never worked directly with Drew, but I I do think what he just said about I've always had the theory. I've even done this with you, Robbie. You're, You're more of a creative than I am, that I'm horrible at the idea you 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 have the ideas i have i have sometimes i have business ideas but if someone says hey we're gonna make a flyer or a video or a web page i i literally got to the point in my career where i would look at the creative people and say you have get me something as fast as you can because my mind is like a blank dry erase board that i don't know how to draw on right slap something up there i i do think that i got pretty good at responding at at replying to a thing that's in front of me but as far as hey this should look like this i'm the worst in the world um and you know i think that what what drew talked about there of sending you something kind of quick sometimes that's a good way to do it if everyone's not r- aligned right away get something up on on the board um, and you know, then, you know, a lot of, sometimes it goes, like you said before, where Robbie's like, or the, you know, somebody's like, that's, that's incredible. I love it. Or it was fast. And so they have a whole bunch of damn critiques, but at least you're, you're moving down the same tunnel together now. Um, and, and I spent a lot of years of my life from a web design business to an ad agency, to VPs of marketing for companies that, uh, 
my creative director, you know, didn't even understand why I was his boss because I couldn't help with anything in the planning. I'm like, I just want this to sell more stuff, make, make something. And, you know, now as soon as they come back, I can respond to a thing well. But working with creatives is a, is a challenge and, uh, and, and vice versa. I don't mean it's a, one-sided, it's a one-sided challenge. I'm a very analytical numbers person. And so what you guys, what you guys put out on the, on the back end is, uh, is amazing to me. Yeah, man. Well, it, and it's a, it's an honor to make it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's like, it seems like every project and, and we just recently got back on set. It seems like the, the, uh, out of Africa piece was kind of like a homecoming. Am I right, Robbie? Mm-hmm. You know, no, like, what was cool. the, what, like right before that, what was the, what was the shoot we did before that? Like, it's been a, it's been a hot minute. Cause you were supposed to come out to, you're supposed to come out to Las Vegas to do bow. You got COVID. And before then it was a long time, man. It was, uh, no, and you've had some, you know, some turmoil in your life and some changes in your life and things had to change and mature. And, um, but now that you did Out of Africa and just for everyone's edification that is listening to it, it's like, what is Out of Africa? Out of Africa is a high fence documentary in West Texas about African species that are thriving in West Texas because of high fence hunting. And the documentary is getting debuted actually. By the time this airs, it would have debuted uh, at a banquet, and I'm sure we're going to get a resounding uh, ovation because of it. Um, and it's also like it just shows how much we've grown, man. Shit, we've gone like it was an amazing piece of cinematography. We blended a documentary style that we've never really tried before. Um, definitely a new style for Blood Origins, but it shows the more sort of the morphing of the creativity of it's not really a morphing. I think Cody says it best. It's almost like this. We're bolting on these different pieces. You know, we are always going to have our episodes. Now we've got documentaries. Now we've got something else, you know, we're just bolting it onto our, our creative um, powerhouse, our power engine, essentially power engine. Really? Yeah. No. Well, you have to, you have to, Nobody you says have power to constantly try new things, you know? Um, Drew, I want to know, Drew, how did you, how did you get, Give me the prior to Blood Origins, how you got the skill set. I'm a firm believer that, like, uh, I didn't have the skill set prior to Blood Origins. I want, I wanted to, you know what I mean? Like, it was literally my one of the first projects that, like, all right, I got, I kind of know what this camera thing does, and I know what I, the kind of the direction I want to go. And then, boom, Robbie's like, hey, you want to do this? And I'm like, shit, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what I, I do. I just quit my job. So yeah, uh, let's do it. And then like, I got to, like, he gave me the platform to create, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, you know, if I thought it looked cool, he thought it looked fucking amazing. So it was like, all right, well, let's try to impress myself. You know what I mean? So every shoot I'm trying to just one up the Drew from the last shoot was kind of my mentality. And that's, you know, I kept that going until these recent shoots where I, I see the final product and I'm like, we're just now starting to figure this out. That's how I feel. Uh, Cody, on that first lunch meeting, I told him, I said, I drew an odd ad tag in New Mexico. God. And we're going to go odd ad hunting. And this boy had never left Mississippi. Okay. I, sh I showed up in Bottomland. 
in bottomland hardwood camo, like thin, thin, thin pants, right? With a red, holding a red, and like all the camera gear in the world on his back. A mm. hundred yards up the mountain, the boy is down. <laughs> I did awesome. go thirteen. I did continue to go thirteen miles that day. Film it all. Indeed, you did indeed. Blisters and everything, but man, that was one of the toughest hunts I've ever been on. And I've went on to continued on to go on some doozies, and that's up there. Jeez, man. Public yeah, public land, New Mexico, will kick your ass. Drew, if you had to think back on like all the episodes we've done and all the things that we filmed, is there one that stands out? Yeah. Tell Brittany to quit coughing, please. Robbie said quit coughing. <laughs> she said sorry. She's prego. She's got the sick prego coughs. But uh, I would have to say Braxton's. I don't know why. Just I've, you know, carried on a relationship with him. We kind of became brothers. And uh, I don't know. It's just. I feel like uh, I'm going to tell his story one day through through film, and I, I don't know. I feel like it's just like a, one of those weird God things with him. So just given what context who Braxton McCoy is? Uh, Braxton McCoy is a veteran from – is he from Utah? And he lives in Idaho. I think he's from Utah, lives in Idaho. Um, in 07, he was hit – by a suicide bomber in Iraq, and and then you know you wouldn't know it if you met him today. Me and Robbie rolled up on him in Idaho, and I was like, "Who is it?" I mean, it looks like he's straight out of Yellowstone, uh, just a American badass, and with an American badass yeah, name too. Kick, yeah, like just an all-American badass, and he's he kills elk with a recurve in the mountains, and still hikes and starts colts, and he's just a just a badass. He's just and he's beyond, like, beyond just, like, the uh, skin of him. Like, he's so, like, just smart, like, wise beyond his years. Um, he, you know, he's an author of some books. And I don't know. It's just uh, he's a very inspiring individual. He just had a deep philosophy, right? He just had this – when you talk to him, you just want to, like – you're like, Braxton, how many books did you just cite in the last – you know, exactly. 30 he's seconds. like a walking, like just full of one-liners. Like he's like a walking poet book. He's like John Wayne mixed with Hemingway mixed with just Buddha. Fucking like yeah, like all your all the men you look up to in your life. Like he's in Idaho, riding a horse somewhere. Yeah, you can, find, you can find him on Twitter. He's, what's Go that, ahead, Cody? With the perfect name. Right, like sometimes I feel like, like, what if his name? Had, what if his? Yeah, like his, what, what, I mean, his name, was his like name Shane, had been, it wouldn't work. Yeah, or any anything. His last, if his last name was Hoppeldorfer or something, like it, it just would. He has the perfect name to. He's it, it, Braxton McCoy could very easily be a character's name on Yellowstone, like you said. Exactly, he is a character. I mean, in his own right, he's. Uh, and that's what I love, man. That's why I like Blood Origins. It's like, you know, I like movies and such and characters, and you can create characters on paper and such, but it's like, 
when you meet one in real life, you're like, shit, I just want to go follow that guy around every day, but I got a life of my own. I got to live, you know? And I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy how you just, you're drawn to areas and, and people and just people who think like you and live life like you just aspire to live like. And I don't know. It's just fun. Yeah, let's get after Robbie a little bit. Yeah, let's do. Let's do. I've been I waiting. Always. Give you us me over here crying and shit. Give us an. Yeah, that's our whole game plan with our guests. We have them get emotional and they'll make fun of Robbie. That's the entire agenda of the roundup. Um, there's got to be like a like a an eye roll moment with Robbie, or a, a moment where you you are just like, what is he talking about? that now you're comfortable enough to bring up here in front of, you know, on a podcast episode that maybe eight, nine, 10,000 people are going to listen to. Yeah. And I'll say like, I'll call him client, you know, like typically it's the client, you know, like, cause on some, some shoots you have a liaison in between you and, and the per se, the Robbie, you know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm strictly doing camera stuff, like, I'll be I'll be over here trying to rig up a camera. He'll come in there. Hey, what about this? I'm like, okay, yeah, that'll work. But don't put that thought into my head while I'm trying to balance this gimbal and get this car rig going and and or flying the drone. Like, you know what I mean? There's just certain things where it's like, I wish you'd have told me that an hour ago, or don't tell me that until I get done doing this and certain things. But I mean. I, I can adapt. That's what I think. Like I said, that's what's made me the shooter I am today is kind of being able to adapt to Robbie's vision. And it's like, he's full of ideas. So am I, we are always like, Oh, let's try this. Like this, the last shoot, we tried this, you know, where we had to do this, uh, a bunch of different takes and we got the final shot with a drone. That way we could sync it up and it, it's a drone shot with an interview, but you can't hear the drone blades. So it's kind of like a trick. And it's like some clients don't, they're like, no, just put it on the tripod, shoot it. Let's get out of here. You know, but like fact that Robbie's like, yeah, hell yeah, we're going to try that. All right. What, what time, what time do you want the light to be? I'm like, all right, we'll wait till now. To do. I, you know, I, I just love that. He's always down to uh, kind of adapt to the creative uh, vision that I have. Damn it! I'm talking good about Robbie, and I'm not supposed to be. I know you're you did, you're diverting the agenda. <sighs> I'll say Let's this. See. Let's Let's see. I'll, I'll say this. I um, I I try, and and in the beginning, obviously we didn't have much money, and nothing as a knock against Drew, um. But it, it's almost fortuitous in that when I I don't know if Drew even knows this, but when I went to Lake Pickle. And we were talking about like this concept that is Blood Origins. I had a list of cameramen that I had seen on IG, like a Stephen Drake, like who's that guy in Tennessee that does Mossy Oak stuff? All he does is turkey hunting. What's his name? No, 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 no. You know who I'm talking about. If you named his name, starts with a K, I think. Oh, Kerry Wicks. Kerry Wicks. He was on the list. There were, you know, the the the. Uh, the Cope creative guys were on the list. There were all these guys on the list. And Lake was like, hey, there's this guy down here in South Mississippi called Lazy Lab Productions uh, that you may want to check out. And I think... Call him. I would call that guy. 
Lazy, <laughs> lazy lab. No, lazy lab. And and honestly, none of the other guys. If I had reached out to them, I wouldn't have been able to afford them. They wouldn't. I wouldn't have the the vision. Wouldn't have been the same. And so the Lord works in mysterious ways. And today, I think what I appreciate about creatives, even though I get frustrated with creatives, is that I purposely hire you to be creative. I, you know, I have a vision of what I wanted to see and look like. But if you say, let's do it like this, I'm going to be like, yeah, let's go. Let's try it because you're the creative here. I'm not the creative. I have a vision. But you're, I'm hiring you because of your talents and your creators. And if there's any, you know, any creatives listening to this, we're always looking for thoroughbreds to put into the stable, just like Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, the, sitting on the freaking sand dune in South Texas talking through the, the narrative, you know, that was a perfect example. Like I had a, an idea of what I wanted to say and you were like, nah, that sounds like shit. <laughs> that's good no, that's necessary with a creative because I've, I've i've yeah i didn't i just yeah i i knew like i knew you wouldn't like it in the long run i mean what you said was fine it's just like i know you could do better oh that's so sweet of you how much how much in four years has robbie gone from in the beginning, maybe he admitted what he didn't know, and now he's edging in and thinks he knows like technical terms and stuff that he should just stay out of. Uh, he he walks that line pretty good. Every, like he'll with the you know if we're uh, you know with a you know we're shooting someone and their family's there, like he's gonna try to wow them with some of the some of the gear and and stuff but it's like it's nothing overboard like i'm trying to think he's never said nothing real dumb like he walks i think he knows i'll 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 burn him like just hey don't do that or don't don't say that it's not called that perfect that's what i needed to hear he's a good listener robbie's a really good listener like it's hard i agree he's he's sharp man he's he he knows his shit (laughs) and i love twizzlers I love Twizzlers. Aren't they good as hell, man? That's my movie snack right there. Twizzlers. Yeah, Twizzlers. What else? Uh, dried mangoes. Like oh, yeah. road trips. Road trips. Road trips. With Robbie always had some nasty ass snacks in there. <laughs> dried mangoes. Like he had these green things he would get from a little Japanese place and. Uh, right there in his hometown. Yeah, guava. Guava sweets. He'd walk in and be like, hey, I need the whole bag of the candies you give to the little kid. Yeah, I need the whole bag. Like, go buy more. I need your supplier. Who do you get these from? He's He's got to have these guava bites or whatever. And, yeah. But he's – yeah, the one thing I do remember about all the, the early shoots, we, we always left your house at, like, 3.30 in the morning. That always drove me nuts. But I did get to sleep, so I don't have to complain too much. At least I didn't have to drive. But you always you're kind of like you keep it, you keep it early in the morning, early call times for Blood Origins for your shooters. No one is it. No one is a Robbie Kroger early call time. I mean, I unless would, I'm on the gun, unless I'm on the bow, or you know, like I'll get up then. But I don't know. It's just yeah. yeah. I wake up at six a.m. every workday. 
and have just quit looking at my phone until I get the kids taken to school. Cause I've got this to-do list and questions and because, and like some of them, I mean, I'm an hour, an hour ahead of him, but some of them are coming in. Like behind me. One hour behind me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. An hour behind, but some of them are coming in at like three fifteen my time. And it's just like, what do you think of this? Like, I, I think it's time to be asleep of this. This is what I think. Give me, give me a couple hours and I'll get your response. No, I certainly like my early mornings and uh, get a lot done in the morning time. Um, I've never understood the concept though, because I get just as much done from, from 10 PM to 12 PM as you do from 2 AM to 4 AM. Exactly. Different, That's how I feel. different folks. I'm like, while Robbie's asleep, I'm crushing all this work. That's what we used to do. Honestly, that's what we used to do. I knew I was going to go to sleep. And wake up to an edit. I was going to wake up to an edit. Yeah. It's the cycle, man. Like, yeah. Drew would have his edits back by 6 a.m. Yeah, it's hard for me to edit in the daytime when there's the light, you know. Like I say, man, God's my gapper. He's like, I get one light all day. I'm going to go out and film during the day. I edit at night. It's just, it's a cycle. And it's just like the getting up in the first few hours is just tough for me. Robbie springs right up, ready to go conquer the world. And I'm just like, give me, give me 30. <laughs> give me 30. But I think um, I'm thankful for it in the long run. In hindsight, I really am. Yeah, we've had a lot of freaking adventures. I'll tell you that, man. Man, Canada. Where else? Oh, we've been to California a couple times, New York. I love just, I get on my camera roll and I just scroll and I can just tell when I'm like, oh, that's New York. Oh, that's LA with Robbie. Oh, that's oh New Mexico. Oh, that's Canada. Just scrolling through, cutting backflips off of uh, cliffs into freezing ass cold water. Remember that? Yeah, that was in Maple Bay. Mm-hmm. Man, Lake, it's just Lake Cowichan. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Lake couch when drinking beers with with uh, a Mullins and yeah and fried just, chicken. Ah, living large, dude. I was just like, are you kidding me? If you'd have told me five six years ago, little kid from Wiggins, hey man, you're gonna be going all over the place with this crazy guy from South Africa. Like what? Like next thing you know, flip of a switch, we're literally like. I want to make one of those animated things of the U.S. showing, like, just, like, where all you've been, you know? Like, all the shoots and just kind of see it, like, watch it build up. Like, it's going to end up looking like the logo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went on some epic road trips out. We did the Montana, Utah, Idaho road trip. We did the Utah. What about the Mississippi to South Dakota road trip? We went all Oh, that was for the Pheasants Forever? For Pheasants Forever, for Rachel. Yeah, man, that was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, that was sick. We went. I always yeah, we put you on the, the nice dog hotels, the though. Oh, dude, we, hey, food's always good. We're always, I mean, we've eaten backstraps with Jake and Jeff Rally and them, the Kika Worldwide guys. Underneath the stars in California, we've eaten at Tekaski, we're eating addicts and black book backstraps over a fire like food's never a disappointment and uh the views are always on point i mean it's it's literally it's it's a dream 
on and you're meeting awesome people and hearing hearing their stories you know it's like i literally like i grew up wanting to be around the fire being around hunting stories and literally it's like that's my life i live in it well we're certainly glad that you're part of the crew man we're certainly glad you blood origins is not blood origins today without true seals so know that i take uh, uh i appreciate that and i, I wear that with great honor and respect because it's like at the end of the day i mean it's more than yeah like it's more than what it's portrayed online you know like it, it sucks and yeah i'm just i'm glad to be on the forefront of helping you guys try to change the narrative absolutely absolutely cody any last words from you no this is exactly what i what i uh what i had in mind i think there's uh some of that behind the scenes stuff and uh the work that that uh drew and all of our all of our kind of contract team members that are in that are behind the scenes is just as important as anything that anybody's seeing or hearing on the public side if in you know literally um it's what drew me to blood origins like i said I'm, my business mind snapped to he doesn't have any ads on this stuff how the hell is he affording this um, because it's good that the point being because it was really good uh really good creative work behind it um so kudos for that those are the those are the stories that i wanted to hear and and uh get to talk to you I'd, i've probably talked not not gossiped about you but i've been in discussions with robbie about he's going here with drew and and uh you know i see her see you on instagram and stuff and so it's cool to put a face and a voice there and and uh, hear your perspective on some of those things it's cool that it really genuinely seems like you're having a great experience with it um and not just uh not just a job not not just a paycheck right um way beyond that i go back home and all my buddies are like man must be nice let me guess you're going back with robbie again Oh, where are y'all going now? Huh? Oh, yeah, just living the dream. I'm like, yeah, man, it's it's great, but they don't see the the hard work and all the blood, sweat, and tears we put into this stuff. It's yeah, it's deeper than the skin. It's it's literally it's in the blood, you know. It's crazy. That's it. Well, Drew, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you. Where are you right now? You said you're between North Carolina and Tennessee, or Tennessee and Georgia. Actually, we're in Trenton, Georgia at a KOA. Just, uh, yeah, we parked the motor home here for a couple months, and we'll be in, I think we're going to go back to South Texas here for the spring. Might uh, do some turkey hunting and hanging out. Excellent. Excellent. Catching some redfish. Who knows? Fantastic. Well, appreciate you coming on, Drew. Yeah, thanks for your time, guys. Appreciate Absolutely, it. man. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.